prepare to have knowledge bestowed upon you. Here comes the number one podcast for Dynasty Fantasy Football, half PPR, 10 and 12 man leagues, no, the Fantasy Podfathers. Welcome to Fantasy Podfathers, the fantasy podcast focusing on Dynasty Football, 10 and 12 man with half PPR as our guiding format. And as always, no kickers. So, how went your fantasy week? I, I know the answer to some of that already. See, I had I had four leagues left. I won in three of them, and the other one I am no longer in. Uh, playing a my first Mega Ball. I I didn't even know how one functioned until about a month ago, and I still am not exactly clear. I've been learning on the fly myself. Uh, this one was. Um, Every week, uh, the playoffs started, and it was there was I think there's ten thousand people in this league. Holy shit! Um, and what it came down to was uh, they started to cut off at point totals. So oh. last, yeah, last week you had to score 111 points or you were out. This week it was 114. Oh, okay. And, and uh, much like yourself in our matchup, I got uh, was not a good week to have a big share of bills on your team. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I did not do well, but um, yeah, you and I had a matchup. Uh, I know how our week went. You got Kendrick Bourne, and oh. uh, I apologize for that. No one should ever have to go through that. Um, how'd the rest of your leagues fare? Well, once I realized that I'm a fucking idiot and that I had incorrectly compensated <laughs> For the extra week, I uh, realized I was actually still active in my 12-man, and uh, th- that means I was in every game all of a sudden. It was like, holy shit, I'm basically uh, either locked in or need the win to get in in every league this week. So it's, we've reached do-or-die time. It is do-or-die time. We can just say, more than likely, if you play in a league... Most of the people on on your uh, in your league are seven and six. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very seven and sixy right now. I'm feeling seven and sixy myself. Yeah, I got that going on. Are we bringing seven and sixy back? <laughs> <laughs> but it all kind of changes now too, right? On on waiver moves, we've talked fob all year. Um, right, kind of moving into the uh, the end of FOB. For the most part, there could still be one big old injury out there that maybe you get lucky. But we talked about touched on it last week. Um, it's probably no one out there that you're going to be like, oh, I'm going to win the championship with this guy. Really, from here, the strategy all depends on whether you're in or whether you're out uh, as to how you you pare your roster down. You know, I always like to look at uh, who's been cut a little bit to make sure guys, uh, you know, maybe I'm interested in that guy for next year. Someone was giving up on him because they really needed a spot. Um, those kind of moves out there. And I think you and me both uh, in some of our leagues both made some moves on guys that were more uh, for the long term looking at next year uh, because we had a roster spot open. Now we're not out of it. I'd say they'd be one of the first guys I'd have to cut if I got desperate. But at this point in the season, your core guys are there. You got a bye week next week and then you're through the buys. 
Um, so why don't, why don't you talk about a guy that I know you've liked for a long time and not just because of his facial hair. <laughs> Lo, behold and rejoice, people, for we have seen the return of Minshew Mania. Uh, I, I'm on the record on this podcast saying Pittsburgh should have traded for him. You, you, I'm, I'm still with that. But let me digress and, and focus on just the second coming of Minshew. He's a guy, perfect example of one of the strategies we're about to talk about. The best way to avoid spending money on FOB is to get a guy on the wire before FOB kicks in at the time of kickoff. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what I did with Minshew in 50% of my leagues. You know, caveat here, we, we know that Jalen Hurts is, is the quarterback, but Minshew's young. He's actually only uh, 25 right now. He's only got one more year in his contract with Philly, and um, he played really well. He's got a great fucking mustache. He really does. And honestly, the way you got him is the only way that you don't pay for that stash. Yeah. With great mustache comes great responsibility. <laughs> um, I kind of made a similar move. Uh, yes, you did. The the same uh, preemptive pickup strategy. Yeah. Um, I went out and I grabbed Mr. Rashad Penny. He's kind of one of those I can't quit you sort of guys for me. I, I had a, a dilemma his his rookie year. There was this guy named Saquon Barkley who was clearly the number one overall pick. And then uh, I owned pick number two. I needed a running back and I had to decide between Darius Geis or Rashad Penny. Needless to say. <laughs> well, we know how bad Rashad Penny's been. And I clearly picked the, the best of the two. Yeah, that was right. that was totally the right call. Chris Carson's out for the year. Alex Collins has done nothing. They brought in Adrian Peterson because he needed, you know, he, I Adrian Peterson. I picture like remember like uh, like Boy Scouts or like I think there was a religious organization named like the Kiwanis or something. I can't remember what that thing was, but I remember these vests that people used to wear with all the patches on them. Yeah, right. And I think like Adrian Peterson is probably like, oh, I didn't have a Seahawks one. That's cool. Yeah, uh, and he's really mad that Frank Gore is kicking his ass over there with a fully decorated sash. Yeah, right. So I look at that roster and I say, well, you know, Seattle's out of it. Why not have uh, Rashad Penny end out the year and see what you got? Because he's a free agent at the end of the year. So right before kickoff, I... Uh, cut a, cut some guys I didn't need and put Rashad Penny on two on both my dynasty squads because uh, I had room and why not? Yeah, exactly. He's still young enough. Uh, I actually got in the same situation as you in my second ten man. I ha- had him up until the end of last season. I think I packaged him up him and Jared Goff, and I think I got a three out of the two of them. Yeah, but um, it just I I needed the win. Yeah, <laughs> and feel yep. like you know what? I'll call that a win. And once I got that initial cut out of the way, it's like that 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 weight of picking him is gone. So yep. if you can pick him up again cheaply, it's like oh, this is a free free play with fucking house money, man. Let's let's take another run at Penny. Why not? He's there. Well, and you know who I, who I cut for Penny in in one of our leagues is I cut Alex Collins. Shit, even if you are <laughs> in the playoffs. Not like you can rely on Collins. 
Yeah, you're not going to play him. So you I know, when I look, to, I hope to fantasy Jeebus, you don't have to. Well, th- then you don't have to worry about playing in the playoffs too much. <laughs> I only like the regular season of fantasy football. So you're uh, starting Collins. That decision has already been made. Yeah. So I mean, like, uh, we'll, we'll maybe that'll be a little teaser for next week when we when we review some of the uh, unrestricted free agents at different positions next uh, next week when you can see like oh. Okay, that guy's a lot more interesting knowing that he's not going to be on that team next year. It's a fun little uh, kind of lottery period in the fantasy calendar. What is it? Free agency generally start in March. Um, So these guys are moving around, but the new draft picks haven't come in yet. So there's still there's a lot of guys that are like, oh, I just hit the jackpot because you're still three weeks away from the guy who's going to take his job showing up on the team. Yep. And I will say this too, um, you know, even for Seattle, they're going to want to see what they get out of him because uh, Alex Collins, Adrian Peterson are free agents next year. So is Penny. I, and I don't. The only effective one of the whole bunch has been Carson. Right. And he he's going to have his neck fused in the offseason. So, oh, is that what it is? Oh. Seattle's backfield is going to be completely redone next year. I'll say this, like you example – like Rashad Penny ends up in Miami next year. I'm into that. I don't think I won't go too much farther than that because we've got so much stuff out there. So the only other thing we kind of want to touch base on with our, our fob right now is this is a time of year where you can actually start to feel okay about spending that remaining fob on some defenses. The time when you could safely predict a defense being productive year after year is kind of over. Mm-hmm. you really have to look at those matchups and this is the time of year to, to hone in on that. Usually I, I'm pretty cocky. I've done that about, <laughs> about four weeks ago. I've looked it all up and I'm just mm-hmm. waiting pounds. Not so cocky this year. So this, uh, I, I'm really, you're going to be leading me here. I I'm, I'm not up on my defense. You know, we talked a few weeks ago about some fob blocking. You've been fob blocked. <laughs> I looked at week 14, saw my opponent's uh, defense was on bye, knew that they were a homer fan of Green Bay, saw Green Bay defense had been dropped because they were on the, the bye week, and I went up and grabbed them. So I go into next week knowing that uh, that guy will not have a top 10-looking defense against me. Uh, right. So, I mean, again, we talked about five blocking, and we talked about picking up defenses a few weeks early and i tried to do both with that so um i feel like at some point um in fact uh checking in with baggage claims i think we might actually take a trip uh today and we'll we'll see where that that plane ends up um want to play a game all right want to play a little game of uh short long and gone uh we were just talking about defensive strategy uh, in the 12-man league where I mistakenly thought I was eliminated last week, I had uh, a defense that I liked for down the road, but I cut him for a defense that I thought I only really needed for last week. Well, um, now I do need a defense for the stretch run because I could still make it to the playoffs, but you know how Tuesday goes. All those guys with last week's injury designations, they come back to questionable uh-huh. and they're no longer eligible um, if I want to pick up another defense, I'm going to have to make like three cuts. So yeah. that is where short, long, and gone is going to come in this week. Short, long, 
or gone. I, I like the list this week, and I think there's some real good, uh, real good guys that maybe you could be cutting, with, and maybe you feel bad about it, but maybe, uh, maybe we'll help you feel a little bit better about it. And this is definitely all going to depend on what position you're in. If you're in the playoffs, if you're not in the playoffs, and uh, you had a guy. Uh, that you're uh, sitting on right now that we're going to lead it off with. I made this decision already, actually. Um, so I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let everyone else be at peace with this. I did pick up Cam Newton. I had him. Um, I played him one week um, that he went scored a decent amount of points. I scored 31 points in the league I played in. Uh, he had a bye this week, but the week before he played Miami, he looked god-awful. I'm going to hold on to Cam Newton for one more week. So it's very short. And and let me tell you why. And this is the time of year you want to use a strategy. We've got one regular season game left. And then we've got three weeks of playoffs. You can start to actually look at a guy's schedule to make these calls. And Cam Newton plays Atlanta next week. That's That's a pretty good matchup. That's a great matchup. I'm not going to start him, but I certainly don't want my opponent to start him either. So I'm going to hold on to Cam Newton until he gets through his juicy matchup uh, versus Atlanta. And then I am not going to start Cam Newton in my fantasy playoffs when he plays at Buffalo, at home versus Tampa Bay, or at New Orleans. So one more week and Cam's gone. I don't know. Next year, are you interested in him? Because... The NFL wasn't interested in him until November 14th. So I don't think I'm interested in him at all next year. I'm, I, I'm with you. There's there's one good week after that. He's no good the rest of this year. He's no good for the rest of time. Um, yeah, he's gone. Yeah, so he's he's uh, a one-week short leading into a long time gone. That's as, yeah, that's as short as it gets. Yeah, yeah. He's like that... Uh, He's like that ad that pops up on your YouTube video where you're like counting down the five seconds. You can skip it. <laughs> right. Come on. That. Really big pants.com. I don't want to hear this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you. I can be done with this. Like, uh, targeted right to me. how did you know I need really big pants? <laughs> uh, let's speak uh, of really big pants. Let's go yeah. uh, to the running back. Yeah. Well, you had someone who had uh, that you had to play last week, and he was filling some really big pants, uh, and he didn't fill those pants very well. Well, he did, just not in the way uh, I would hope. <laughs> um, we're talking, of course, of Mark Ingram. Yeah. Um, was it three points or something? Uh, yeah. No, no Kamara. Uh uh-uh. uh Well, you know what happened? He got Taysom Hilled. Uh, the old Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I don't know if I can start him again after that. I mean, Kenya, like, well, here's, there's here's, no Taysom Hill now. He has something called Mallet Finger. Oh, it's named after Ryan Mallet. Because <laughs> that wouldn't be a good sign. <laughs> if, you, if, you were, if you're a quarterback and you have an injury that's named after Ryan Mallet. <laughs> It's time to re-hit. Then, then, or, sir, persistent you are, benching may occur. <laughs> then you, as a quarterback, are over the hill. Do not drive if you have mallet. <laughs> Do not attempt to throw into the Tampa two defense. He Never gave, go to he, your third read. 
why'd you punch me? You gave me the old mallet finger. Yeah, so I guess that's up in the air, I guess, with uh, Mark Ingram. So I think this really comes down to if you're in the playoffs or not. Because if, if you're eliminated, dump him yesterday. Who You don't need him. I'm going to say this is exactly the scenario of Kim. Let's say Kamara doesn't play next week. Then I'm all in on Mark Ingram because he plays the Jets. If Kamara's back, I'm going to cut Mark Ingram right away. I'll give you the schedule here. He plays Tampa Bay, Miami, and Carolina in your fantasy playoffs. Huh. I'm going to go ahead and guess that if you're in the playoffs, you probably don't have Mark Ingram. For me, short-term hold, and then he is gone. gone. All right, well, maybe we can get into a player that's not a one-week hold. This is a guy who used to be a star in the NFL, uh, T.Y. over the Hilton. How do you feel about him? I, 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 don't, uh, I, I don't want him. Yeah, I think I think we've reached the point in age. I, I, yeah, he's not short. He's not long. He's just gone. I agree. Um, I really don't care what his matchups are either. Uh, he scored three point two points against Houston last week in a thirty-one to nothing drubbing. Um, Michael Pittman yeah. clearly is the number one there. Um, and Pascal is probably available on the wire in, uh, yeah. in your league. And if you're going to hold a backup indie wide, you want the guy who is way, way younger. Yep. Yep. So uh, you can cut Hilton yesterday, as far as I'm concerned. Agreed. Last guy we got on the list, he's kind of interesting. Um, you picked Not a tight as old end as the us. other guys. Well, why don't you tell our listeners who you're talking about? Well, I'm talking, of course, of Robert Tunyon. And you wanna you wanna guess his age? Oh wow, this is gonna be interesting. Um, twenty six. Oh, so close. He's twenty seven. Ah, damn! I almost went up a year. Mm-hmm. You know, he tore his ACL. He had a really great twenty twenty. This guy having a quiet twenty twenty one. I'm not gonna touch the guy. I'm I'm out. Let me give you a few few reasons why I'm out. First of all, I know like coaching changes happen and stuff, but the, the Packers just consistently don't support a tight end in fantasy football. Tanyan that year was kind of his exception to the rule. And if they are good, they seem to either get injured, Jermichael Finley, Robert Tanyan, or they go to a prom party. <laughs> <laughs> so I do kind of try to avoid Packer tight ends in general. And the other thing is I just – I don't love him with Aaron Rodgers, and I certainly don't love him with love next year because I don't know if Rodgers is a Packer next year. So uh, 28-year-old tight end coming off an ACL surgery with a first, essentially a first-year quarterback, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to avoid that situation. So for me, he's gone. Yeah, I'm actually going to go ahead and agree with you because I didn't ever get in on him in the first place and Mm -hmm. i've seen him cut in 50 percent of my dynasties in the last uh 10 days and he was owned by packers fans in both of these cases yeah so uh, i said his big year was all touchdown dependent i don't think he's gonna do it again he said acl age yeah i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna go with gone sweet glad i could bring you over with me 
that's where I started. I don't know how I wound up. I was keeping the fucking guy when I never wanted him in the first place, but it, it's I, your t- I, I got myself there. It's your tight end obsession. Yeah, well, I need. I think I need to slow down here. It's, yeah, it's getting yeah. out of hand. It really is. It's gonna be an intervention soon. Yeah. You've got to cap yourself, my friend. You've got to say five is is all you can have on your roster. I don't know. Is that including practice squad? No, no, you can fill that up. Okay. Yeah. Oh, All right, there's well, a, I, I can live with these terms. There's plenty of Isaiah Thomases and Cole Comets for you to get excited about. That doesn't do it anymore. And <laughs> you need more. Oh, so you've no. you've built up a tolerance. That's your problem. Oh my God, I know. Like Uzuma's ninety <laughs> percent uh, catch percentage is it doesn't even get a half stack anymore. <laughs> wow. You yeah, that's that's not good. You used to be able to sniff a Dallas Goddard and be just <laughs> on cloud nine. This is, well, oh, I know. I was just hopping from fucking Schultz to Higby to uh, to Bryant. Yeah. It's it's been a little bit disgusting. I'm gonna it's I'm of glad you brought this to my attention. That one time I had I found you in the alley just talking about Mercedes Lewis. It was sad. <sighs> Oh, sad. I'll talk about Mercedes Lewis right now. I love that man. <laughs> He's still going. He came in the same draft with Maurice Jones-Drew. Yeah, still going strong. Still going strong. And probably the best uh, tight end on that Packer roster right now. I think he's got at least five catches, so I think <laughs> you are correct, sir. <laughs> I don't know if you've been outside lately here in Wisconsin, but it's pretty cold. and uh, I wouldn't mind uh, hopping a ride and getting a change of scenery you uh you game oh yeah let's let's do it all right all right well put your seat belts on because uh this one's gonna be uh, a little trip around the world Whee! talking playoff defense Ladies and gentlemen, buckle your seat belts we're about to go around the world So we've, we've pointed it out multiple times that uh, now is really the time of year you focus on the defense. Generally, you're not going to have one down the stretch that's got great matchups. This is the only time of the year where I generally carry two defenses. Basically, it, most of the top defenses, if you don't have a great one already, you're not getting one at this stage of the season. It's really going to come down to mixing and matching with what you have and filling in the gaps on your starting defense's uh, holes in their matchups going forward. It's strategy time. I mean, we are at the end of the year. We do get to look at, like you saw in the short long gone, where we could actually say it's time to look at the next three, four weeks and see if these guys can help you. So, right, right. That short might be as short as the first quarter of their next game and go, you know what, uh, let's, uh, let's part ways. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think I think a little change here. We usually go around and go uh, by divisions here, but I think what we're going to do is we're going to start with don't the top top scoring defense. Don't you do it? Don't you I'm, change shit up? I'm going to do it. I don't so, like change. You know, just like it's flying during the holidays this year, sudden change is something you just got to fucking get used to. You get All over right. it. All right. So Let's it's either this way, top. or you sleep by the vending machine, my friend. No, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna take a flight through the defenses. Yeah, you do. I do. <clears throat> well, and this will be kind of fun too because you can kind of see the top scoring defenses of the year. 
Yeah, and I really haven't done any of my homework this year, so this is this is really going to help me. This is one of those well-researched segments where I'm going to come in knowing all this shit. I'm like, no, thank you. I need uh, my homework done for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to tell you I can just reflect on a mistake I made this year. Um, last year, uh, I had Pittsburgh and Baltimore as two defenses going into the playoffs, and, and, and they were both really good defenses for me. So I went into the fantasy season actually – holding on to both those defenses but i don't own them and you'll be surprised at where they actually sit on the list this year going into the season they look great it is never it is almost never ever the teams you think they're going to be at the top that are there no and that that's what i was saying earlier about carryover as far as keepers if you're already eliminated once your final game is done fucking jettison that d and get to the wire yep Yep. Uh, the mistake I, I believe I made was actually last week, thinking I was eliminated. I uh, cut Denver, and now I've got Kansas City, and I need to, I'd like to get Denver back. But like I said, with, with the injuries the way they've been, I'd have to cut three damn players to pick up another D. So I, I don't know what I'm doing. That's yep. I, I need the help is what I'm saying. Well, let, let's start off here. The number one uh, fantasy D this year was um, the New England Patriots so far. <sighs> that was the other I mistake. I cut them in the nasty. Yeah, I cut them. Well, I I picked them up when you cut them in the nasty, and then I cut them in the nasty. We've all we've all been there. We all. No one feels good about owning the Patriots. It's a bi week deal. I did not want to do it. Yeah, I think they are actually one of the must start D's. And uh, if you look at their schedule, they have a bye next week. So perhaps in your league, perhaps someone is so desperate they cut New England. Make sure you get on top of that. New England plays the Colts, the Bills, and then in week 17, they have the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, so if you play in the championship game, that's who you want to have. We're going to move through this pretty quick tonight because New England is is owned. You can't get them. But uh, just watch because they're one of those few teams that does have a buy. So if someone makes a mistake this week, make sure you grab those Patriots right away. Um, your next defense is Buffalo on the season. Uh, this next week they play Tampa Bay, which I will tell you, I own the bills and I'm not starting them versus Tampa Bay this week. No, Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend it, but then they play Carolina, New England and Atlanta, Carolina and Atlanta are really great matchups. New England is not a, a team that puts up a lot of points, so, um, they don't give up a lot either, but I'm comfortable playing the bills. All weeks except next week. Here's where the surprises start. The Arizona Cardinals are the third best defense on the year. Their schedule is the Rams, the Lions, the Colts, the Cowboys. I only love the Lions. Colts are okay. Outside of that, the the Rams kind of tricky. Dallas kind of tricky. So, you know, I I guess what I'm saying is you see going down this list, there's no one you're going to feel awesome about right now. Even you're gonna have to. Defenses. You're gonna have to be filling in by matchup. The Colts, our top-ranked defense, they happen to be on bye this week. So again, another team to go kind of peek in and see what they've got. They play the Patriots, they play the Cardinals, and they play the Raiders in the championship week. So I don't love the Cardinals matchup in Week 16 for a defense oh. uh, with Murray healthy. So again, you own the Colts. You might want to think about a plug-and-play. We're going to find these plug-and-plays as we move through here. 
Yeah, that's it. This is where you really need to look at where your weak spots are so you can highlight which weeks you're really trying to pinpoint. Yep. Uh, Dallas is the next defense. They've had, they've looked great. They have a really nice schedule. Man, did oh. they turn it around quickly? Didn't they? They were yeah, just they, a dumpster fire last year. They played the Redskins. Are oh, not the Redskins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. They played the football team. I kind of want the them to keep team. the football team. Yeah, that's generic as it gets, isn't it? I know. It's just like, you know, I, I, can, I can root for a football team. Mm. They should change their uniforms to just black and white. Just generic. <laughs> football. Acme. Yeah. Acme yeah. football team. Yeah, that's how the Packers started. Right? The Acme uh, Packing Company. Wonderful. Nothing strikes fear like a meat packer. Washington, the Giants, and then Washington again. That's pretty juicy. Uh, Championship week is Arizona. That's not juicy. Uh, You talked about this team a little bit. The Broncos. They have an okay matchup. They play Detroit next week, which is good. But then they play Cincinnati, Las Vegas, and the Chargers. So, again. Ouch. I'm only playing Denver and Detroit, and then I'm not really feeling great about it. Uh, can can you see the theme? We haven't found a team yet where we're like, yeah, that's the one. Oh, nobody. Well, that's the thing. That's why I said usually this is the only time of year I carry two, and I usually have it all mapped out a month ago. Here's a good one. Here here's one of those teams. Now next next week is not wonderful. Tampa Bay. They play Buffalo next week, but then they have the Saints, the Panthers, and the Jets to end the season. Ooh. So, um, so far for me, looking to this, Tampa Bay is the team I'd want to own the most in the playoffs. Saints are next up. Ooh, they have got a decent schedule, too. They play the Jets next week. Tampa Bay for week 15, so maybe avoid that. Then they've got Miami and Carolina to round out the playoffs. So the Saints look pretty dang good juicy, too. The Dolphins, who got hot late, they have a bye next week. Yeah, they play the Jets, the Saints, and the Titans. So that's that's pretty good. That is all right. They've got a good set of corners. Uh, That's a a sneaky team that might be on the wire. Wouldn't, Wouldn't mind grabbing Miami for the stretch run there. And because they're on bye, they might just get cut this week, so keep your eyes on that wire. Again, the Patriots, the Colts, and the Dolphins all have a bye next week. Uh, the next team is the Green Bay Packers. They play Chicago next week, then Baltimore, then Cleveland, then Minnesota. I got to tell you, outside of Baltimore, I f- wouldn't mind playing me some Packers. In fact, that's a team I just picked up just for that reason. Um, Cause I do own the bills and in week 16, I would rather much rather have the Packers at home versus Cleveland than the bills um, playing the Patriots. Uh, Carolina's next up. They have Atlanta next week, which you could start, but then they've got Buffalo and Tampa Bay. They play in the championship in New Orleans. So Carolina, I'm going to spot start. If I don't like my week 14 D, and that's about as far as I'm going. We get down to Philly. Philly plays 
is on bye, and then they play Washington, the Giants, and then Washington. So I would not feel bad grabbing some Philly D. And that's uh, another one in that same territory where you might be able to find them in certain leagues. Yep. Yep. And and that's actually another thing, too. Uh, my 12-man league, I don't know what it is. This is something that you find going from dynasty to dynasty. Certain leagues just do things certain ways. And my 12-man hoards defenses. Like, yeah. Everybody's got two. Some teams have three. It's just stupid. There is nobody on the wire. We've kind of seen that in Flea Flicker. Sometimes I look up and I'm like, really? There's six defenses on the wire? Right. You know, they're they're all like the, the bottom five. It's all, it's, uh, and they're somehow, all six of them are Jacksonville. Right, right. Like, yeah. I don't what? even know how that's possible in fantasy. But it's just Jacksonville right. and Detroit. Oh, Like, who's playing Jacksonville? Oh, it's Houston's defense. <laughs> Let's keep on moving on down here. We go to Cincinnati. I will tell you. I can go through this pretty quick. I don't think you want Cincinnati. They've got San Francisco, Denver's an okay matchup, Baltimore, and then Kansas City to round it out. That's not exciting. The Rams. God, how far have they fallen defensively <laughs> the last few weeks? I mean, oh, seriously. Man. They, they scored 12 points defensively against Jacksonville. That being said, they play Arizona. You're not going to do that. You'd probably be interested in playing them versus Seattle. Then they play Minnesota and Baltimore. So, yeah, if I own the Rams and I can't find anything better, I'll probably play them for the championship run. But no. That'd be a tough play. Really would. KC, they've been coming on as of late. They play Las Vegas, the Chargers, the Steelers, and the Bengals to end the year. So uh, you could uh, you could do worse than picking up the Chiefs right now. Well, like you said, they're starting to play much better as of late, too. So uh, the early scores are kind of deceptive. Yep. Yep. We're we're moving into the middle of the road now on defenses here. Um, And these aren't going to feel good. So just just bear with me. Like you might want to wave to the the stewardess and order yourself another cocktail. Oh, I just made a a big old whiskey, which Mm. will be patently obvious on the on the audio. I don't like the New York Giants, oh. and I I don't like that they're actually rated this high on defense. And now it's going to get kind of challenging. So you really gotta you gotta really like your matchup. So let me give you the four teams that they're going to play, and let me say, would you would you dare start start them? The Chargers, no. The Cowboys, no. Philly, they just played. They just put up 17 points on Philly recently. And then they play the Bears in week 17, which I do like. So maybe you could play the Giants in your championship week. It didn't feel good to say. Oh, is that a kick in the dick when you carry them and then you don't make the finals? That's true. Like, thank you for really kicking ass in my third place game. Here's a mystery team for you. We talked about them earlier. I know you own them. What what do you do with the Steelers defense right now? Um, I'm I'm going to keep holding them and I'm going to keep starting them. Uh, they look terrible and I can't really explain it. I'm assuming that these guys are just coming back from injury too soon. Well, there's I'll, too many first round draft picks out there to just be like, oh, well, they're just terrible forever now. 
you might want to look at uh, finding someone for week 16. But outside of that, I think you'd feel pretty good about the Steelers. Uh, they're going to play Minnesota. They're going to play Tennessee. Then in week 16, they're going to be at Kansas City. Um, and then they're at home versus Cleveland on a, for your championship week. So Kansas City hasn't been Kansas City, though. I agree. I agree. I do agree. That's uh like I almost just let him roll the rest of the way in the in the dynasties that I have them. That's true. I've got yeah. a seventy five percent own share in them. So, <laughs> oh, that's good to know. I think I'm just going to yeah. let him roll. Oh, this is great. All coming into focus. I think we found. Uh, I think deep down here about the eighteenth, nineteenth defense. I think we found uh, what I would say is the best one that I've seen so far. Uh, San Francisco. They're going to play Cincinnati, Atlanta, Tennessee, and Houston to end the year. I like that. I definitely love Atlanta, Tennessee, Houston in the playoffs. Probably own because of their name, but surprisingly not having a great season. Hmm. Now, these are going to feel weird to be talking about. Okay, Seattle defense. Oh, wow. Yeah, what happened to them? That uh, was just a slow, slow disintegration. What happened to Seattle? I mean, really, overall. Uh, contracts, man. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all come down to. Once they paid Russell Wilson, the defense started falling apart because they couldn't pay guys. I, I don't know. That's, the only, that's all I got. I don't hate their schedule. They play Houston next week. Good sleeper defense. They play the Rams on the fifth, uh, for week 15. I'm not going to take that. But then they, then they round out the uh, fantasy playoffs with the Bears and the Lions. I mean... I have no problem playing any defense uh, against the Lions for a championship game. True. So if you're hurting, you could do worse than Seattle for the playoffs. Oh, man. they are out there in my 12-man. Yeah, they're they're probably out there in a lot of leagues, and that's what really what we're looking for, right? Like that's well, we'll team. see tomorrow once we'll Bob see. clears. I know you and me will be battling for that. <clears throat> the Browns. Coming off a bye, so they might be a free agent for you. They play the uh, they play Baltimore, they play the Raiders, they play the Packers, and they play the Steelers. You know they're going to get sacks. Yeah, those are all games where it's like, you know, low floor, low ceiling. Right. You know, like nice, so nice safe play. Yeah. So if if you you know so, sometimes too like okay I just had this happen to me. I had the Bills defense queued up in a league. I luckily took the lead by one and a half points, and maybe this is a fantasy thing to remember. If you have the lead in a football game and your defense plays on a Sunday or Monday night and you don't need the points, please, for the love of God, bench your defense. Yeah, and if anybody pitches a fit, tell them to fuck off. It is the only position that, is has a high chance of negative points at least in the scoring i use yep yeah yeah I'm I'll, punitive as fuck on defenses so i will show you right now cleveland has had four games this year of negative points in the league that we play in. yeah you give up 28 or 35 points you you deserve negative 10 yep and 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 don't at me bro i don't want to hear it yep um tennessee's defense is next up they have Jacksonville. Great matchup next week if they're a free agent. They've got Pittsburgh. They've got San Francisco, and they've got Miami. 
Um, Jacksonville, Miami, I like those, but they're not a good enough defense that uh, I'm going to play them versus Pitt or San Francisco. Oh, we're getting into the uglies. Oh, man. The Vikings, I don't think you touch them. They just put up four fantasy points against the Lions. Oof. They play Pittsburgh, Chicago, the Rams, and the Packers. Uh, I'm not touching the Vikings. Yeah, and they made Jared Goff in that squad of fourth-string wide receivers. Goff looked all right. Goff never makes himself look good. Here's a team that kind of disappointed. I think the, the Chargers were really supposed to be a really good fantasy football team this year, and they kind of felt really flat they end the season with the giants the chiefs they play houston in week 16 they play denver in week 17 so i don't hate that schedule besides the chiefs on a defense it's not that great but this is the 23rd ranked fantasy defense that we're on already so i don't know if i touch that wow houston defense gross gross uh shocking that they're not number 31 to be honest (laughs) In week 15, they do play Jacksonville. Uh, they get the good try award. Yep. So, you know, if you got a, a, t- a defense that just has a horrible, horrible matchup and there's no one on the wire, you could do worse than Houston playing Jacksonville. This is a, a – we're on we're on number 25 out of 32, by the way, just to keep oh, track. Thank Jeebus. I can't, I can't much more with these defenses. <laughs> well – Here's and you're going to hear some surprises. Baltimore is the 25th defense on the season. Wow! They play Cleveland, Green Bay, Cincinnati, and the Rams, and I seriously would not touch them because they just do not look good. The Bears. We're just looking at weeks to start now. Okay, we're we're these are the the lowest of the low. These are like the defenses that are almost guaranteed to be on every free agent wire across the board. Uh, unless you've got a fan of these teams. So <laughs> I'm going to say the Bears play the Giants on in the championship week. That's the only place you'd consider spot starting them. Right. I think that's how we're going to move through these last teams. Yeah. Is there even a point? Is there a week where they're even startable? Uh, Las, the Las Vegas Raiders do not have any week that they're startable. Washington defense does not have any week that they're startable. Washington football defense. Detroit does not have any week that they're startable. Atlanta does not have any week that they're startable. The Jets. They, the Jets. Okay, so check this out. Now, this is the exact scenario I talked about where like, if Houston and the Jaguars are on the wire. The last two defensive teams of the year are the New York Jets and the Jacksonville Jaguars. And uh, in week in week 16, they play each other. Oh, that's it. That's that's fantasy purgatory right there. Like, uh, that's what happens to you if you're a shitty person. You you are forced to watch eternity of Jacksonville against the Jets. You should. You should have to do that. It yeah. is. It's. It's. I don't know how they knew the teams in the ancient Hindu, but that's how it's written. Just for fun, just for fun, I'm going to give you the. Uh, oh, if my com- 
my, my computer literally would not load up that information because it didn't think <laughs> that was fun. It, now it has. Um, the New York Jets defense. I want to throw any guess on what their season average is. Average for a game? Se- season average for a game for the New York Jets. For the Jets. Uh-huh. Three. 1.3 points a game. God, I gave him too much credit. You did. Yeah, you gave him way too much credit. Good try, so, fellas. So as we kind of uh, touch down the landing gear and pull back into the hangar, what did we learn on this trip? I would like to say I think what we learned is you're going to have to uh, you're going to have to either buckle in and stick with who you got. But uh, more than likely, you're going to have to have, even with a good defense, you're going to have to be ready to make one or two spot starts on the year. Yeah, I mean, I'll say it for the third time. This is the only time of year I carry multiple defenses other than the bye week. Uh, This is it. You've got to look at your matchups, look ahead, see what you're going to be dealing with. It's, it's, It's go time, people. Yeah, it is. It is. So... You know, I guess it's all or nothing. You either got to decide, am I going to just stick with my defense and see what happens, or am I going to play the matchups? Yeah, I guess in three leagues, I'm I'm rolling with Pittsburgh. And in the fourth, whew, I guess we'll see who clears FOB tomorrow. It could get gross. Yeah, yeah. I I make no apologies. I will. No. I'll, I'll do the gross thing that needs to be done. Yeah, I think I think that's good. You know, so, sometimes it's it's as simple as as looking at those those teams instead of going and looking at the defense. Go ahead, uh, bring up the Jacksonville Jaguars right now because they play they play the Titans, the Texans, the Jets, and the Patriots to end the season. Oh, I feel, man. I'll take any of the. I guarantee Houston and the Jets defense is out there. And as gross as that sounds, as gross as that sounds, you're talking to. You know, that's eight points. And I, you know, positive points at this point in the season is really important. So good luck to everyone. Uh, but it's time to get on the offensive when it's time to get defensive. The best defense is a good offense. You know who said that? Mel, the cook on Alice. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You know, we wanted to give kind of the everyone out there a little spoiler for next uh next week to wrap things up and uh hell yeah yeah so i'm actually really excited about um i'm actually really excited about what we're gonna bring next week i I think it's one of my favorite pieces of fantasy football um we're gonna talk about unrestricted free agents for the 2022 season um, uh, I'm looking forward to that shit. Some of the names on here are going to be real surprising. And if you look at the age, it's even more surprising, but uh, I, I'm going to give you, uh, I'm going to give you some, some names on here uh, that are exciting and just throw some out. And I don't want to give you too much. I'm going to give you, how about I give you two uh, big names from two positions? All right, let's have it. We have, Ronald Jones and James Connor. Oh, I didn't good. realize Connor was up. Right? Both free agents next year at the running back position. 
at the wide receiver position, we've got huge wide receiver is huge next year. In oh, fact, I'm ha- nice. I'm having a hard time only giving you two names. So, but I'm go- I'm gonna I because it's not a it's not a teaser if I don't. How about Man, De- I won't be able to contain myself. How about Devontae Adams and Chris Godwin next year? Oh yeah. Those are huge names. Those are Man, huge names. That market's a whole there's gonna be some seismic activity right? in the wide receiver landscape in the twenty twenty two NFL season. Well, let me tamper your excitement here. As I as I move on to the quarterback position. Oh. Um, we got Teddy Bridgewater. That might be uh, Marcus Mariota, Jameis Winston, it's <sighs> Ben Roethlisberger. Um, oh, I went over my limit. Sorry, I just couldn't. I I tried to get you guys excited, but uh, it was <laughs> no. I kept easy. waiting. I kept waiting <laughs> to hear one that was uh, like, okay, no way. Do do somebody I care about now. No, no, no tell me something I, I want to get excited about. Yeah, all right. No, 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 no. Somebody who I care if they move. Uh, how does OJ Howard and Zach Ertz feel for you? A little bit better. Yeah, that's uh, that's got better. more potential. All right. So uh, next week, I think we'll do a little uh, around the world, and we'll be talking um, free agent pickups, uh, guys to know what's going to change the landscape and. A lot of times I want to say when you look at this list and you say, that's really interesting. I wonder where they'll go. But there's also the other flip side of that is like who replaces them when they leave, right? So Devontae Adams might not be a Packer next year. So his value, I think, either stays the same or goes down. But someone on the Packers' value goes up. Well, I guess I got to keep Robert Tunyon now. (laughs) To heap he should do really great or you might want to go out and get mercedes lewis this week before it's too late i already got him <laughs> good to go <laughs> loaded up on mercedes right. well until next week um good luck and uh good luck to everyone this is this is the week you either in or you're out and to be honest you're probably you, uh seven and six you're probably seven and six and if you win You'll probably listen to us next week, and if you lose, you're probably done with fantasy football for the season. Ah, but that's where our advice becomes even more crucial. That's right. Don't lose hope. With hope. There's always next year to look forward to, and the time to start planning for next year is right now. Goddamn right. Goddamn.